Welcome to one of those times in a life, sharing songs and stories around the virtual campfire. At this campfire, let's get together. Love is but a song we sing Fear away we die You can make the mountains ring Or hear the angels cry Though the dove is on the wing You need not know That was the first verse of Let's Get Together, an anthem of sorts during the literally and figuratively late 60s. The definitive version of that song was recorded by the Youngbloods, featuring Jesse Colin Young out of San Francisco, the home of Flower Power, and a music scene that went global after Clive Davis, newly appointed president of Columbia Records, saw the Monterey Pop Festival in 1967 and groups like the Mamas and the Papas, the Jefferson Airplane, the Birds, Laura Nero, the Grateful Dead, and Steve Miller Band added their voices to a quickly changing music soundtrack started a few years earlier with the arrival of the Beatles in 1964. By 1969, the Brothers Four were trying to keep their voice in that conversation. When they'd signed with Columbia Records in 1959, Mitch Miller of Follow the Bouncing Ball and Sing Along with Mitch fame was the label's president. Folk music was a money-making category, and the Brothers Four were soon a recognizable voice in that scene. There was some talk ten years later of Columbia Records reintroducing the Brothers Four as an alternative to the Letterman, a three-man vocal group singing syrupy love songs and selling a lot of albums for Capitol Records. It's hard to say exactly why that didn't happen. Lots of reasons, I guess. The music business is so much about trends and luck and momentum. The Brothers Four so identified with folk music and those who championed the group at the label years earlier, long gone. And so it was. In the winter of 1969, the Brothers Four, with a new member, went down to L.A., to fulfill a contractual obligation and record an album that would be titled Let's Get Together. The Brothers Four sing the great songs of today. Hey, people now, smile on your brother. Everybody get together. Try to love one another right now. It was something for me to be in L.A. as a professional musician. I'd been there the year before competing in your all-American college show. But this, this felt more like pressing my nose against the glass from the inside. We stayed on Sunset Boulevard at the Continental Hotel, a place that sold billboard magazines in the lobby, as well as Sherman cigarettes, a brand wrapped in brown paper and favored by musicians of all stripes. Burl Ives was recording an album at the Columbia Studios, and it was something to run into this one-man folk group in the hallway. 
The brothers four didn't have a lot in input in our recording process. The record company had hired Bill Justice to produce our album. He was best known for his 1957 Grammy Hall of Fame song, Raunchy. And while he'd become a successful Nashville producer and arranger, he was, at 46, kind of old to a 21-year-old kid. We recorded 11 songs, as well as a medley of Bee Gees tunes. The song, Let's Get Together, was my choice. The tune without her was Bob Flick's. Bill Justice chose the country tune, Skip a Rope, I'll Be Your Baby Tonight, a Dylan song from the Nashville Skyline album, was a group choice. And I I can't remember exactly how we chose the rest of the songs. The basic tracks, guitars, bass, piano, and drums, were laid down first. We used session players instead of playing ourselves. The only name I remember was Smilin' Neil LeVang, who, along with Buddy Merrill, played those wonderful Fender electric guitars on the Lawrence Welk Show in the 50s and the 60s and inspired a lot of us kids looking over our parents' shoulders with how much joy those guys brought to their music. And he was friendly that day and neat to meet him and have him play on the album. He had some instruments stolen out of his car that afternoon when he was in the session. It's funny the things we remember all those years later. We recorded the ensemble vocals by singing into two microphones. I sang melody along with Dick, and Bob and John sang melody or a lower part into the other mic. The other guys sat in the control room when I sang solos on Wichita linemen and both sides now. The whole process took three or four days. I don't remember being nervous then, Although not long after making that record, I would spend years becoming incredibly self-conscious whenever I went back into a recording studio. Some will come and some will go We shall surely find When the one who left us here Returns for us at last We are but a moment's sunlight Fading on the grass One afternoon after a recording session, the four of us stopped by Schwab's Drugstore, 8024 Sunset Boulevard. It was a place that people went back then to watch other people and maybe be watched themselves, or as Hollywood legend goes, be discovered there, like Lana Turner. And Tom Waits even mentioned Schwab's Drugstore in one of his songs, Invitation to the Blues. For some reason, when we finished the meal, I was inspired to explain to the other three guys how sophisticated I'd become in just a year and a half. I did it by explaining to them that when I first visited New York City in the summer of 1967, I went into my first authentic Jewish deli, and I ordered a hot pastrami sandwich. What do you want on it? asked a voice in a white apron from the other side of the counter. And without thinking, I said, mayonnaise. And the guy taking my order stopped, and he yelled at the top of his lungs, Hey, this guy wants to order mayonnaise on a hot pastrami sandwich. And maybe, because he quickly saw how horrified I was, he softened. And he explained, hey, you don't put mayo on a hot sandwich. 
it's simply not kosher. And I was much too embarrassed to tell him I, I, I didn't know what kosher meant. And now, 18 months later, I'm telling that story for the first time, trying, I guess, to impress my new singing partners who managed to smile and nod politely. But here's the real punchline. Three or four minutes after finishing the story, a waitress comes out of the kitchen from the other end of the restaurant, stops at our table, and whispers in conspiratorial tones, You see those guys over there by the window? And our four heads turn and nod in unison. Those are the kind of guys who would order hot pastrami with mayonnaise. Well, it took five minutes for the other three guys to stop laughing. And it took me at least five years before I could laugh myself, to laugh at myself, and to talk again about ordering my first hot pastrami sandwich with mayonnaise, with, as Paul Harvey might have said, the rest of the story. Hey, people now, smile on your brother, everybody get together, try to love one another right now. A few months after we finished the vocals, a test pressing or acetate arrived in Seattle. The four of us listened to the recordings that now included strings, a few horns, and a guitar part or two that were overdubbed after we left town. An album cover was created from a picture taken at a Seattle photo studio. For some reason, it was rejected. I think I have the only copy ever printed. And it was replaced by a close-up of four serious faces in sweaters and sideburns, turned the album over, and it's four full-length guys smiling in sports jackets and ties. Years earlier, the Brothers Four gained a lot of new fans through the Columbia Record Club. And that was where somebody could buy some albums for a penny if they agreed to purchase a certain number of other albums for a fixed price. It wasn't available to the group anymore. And the record company wasn't interested in putting much money into promoting the new album, so I'm not sure how many albums were sold. But the group did begin singing Let's Get Together at a number of concerts, and we also performed I'll Be Your Baby Tonight and Last Night I Had the Strangest Dream. And both sides now became part of an airline's in-flight entertainment package for a while, I think on Pan Am or TWA. And the recording of that song, it occasionally appears on some best-of compilation albums, especially in Japan. A year after the album was first released, it was repackaged and re-released on Harmony Records, a discount label owned by Columbia. And although the group was contractually obligated for one more Columbia record, by mutual consent, the contract was terminated and a decade-long relationship came to an end. If you hear the song I'm singing, you will understand. You hold the key to love and fear all in your trembling hand. One key unlocks them both, you know. It's at your command. 
it's something to still be recording these days and to think about that first Brothers Four recording all these years later, to listen to those songs now and to let them lead me back to a time so long ago. It's something to hear the live recording of Let's Get Together, the one that McCoy and I made with the other guys in our college group in December of 1967, and to compare it to the one the Brothers Four made 13 months later. It's a privilege to continue to, to be making records, to record my own songs, to have a few of those songs recorded by other singers, to still record with Mike McCoy as Pearson and McCoy, and as well as members of the Brothers Four. It feels good these days to be recording without a self-consciousness that was such a part of the process for so many years. To finally be able to remove the veil that somehow came between me and sharing the heart of what I wanted to do in the studio. To be seen and heard for what we truly are. Maybe that's what we're all after, after all. Hey, people now, smile on your brother, everybody get together, try to love one another, right? Hey, people now, smile on your brother, everybody get together, try to love one another, right now. Thanks for sharing one of those times in a life. At the next campfire, I believe. Hope to see you then.